0: Welcome to Maple Syrup Blood Money, a Riverdale fan podcast. I am your host, Noah Carden, and joining me, the masked local to my Andre in the Woods is.
1: <laughs> Hi, I'm Kyle Carty, and I have a very sore throat today. Oh, no. <laughs> It hurts. My birthday was yesterday, and and I didn't even scream much, but my throat hurts.
0: Happy birthday, Kyle!
1: Happy birthday, me! Send your tweets to Noah wishing him a happy birthday. (laughs) Oh, Oh, my God. This was a... (coughs) Excuse me. It's gonna happen. I'm gonna try to mute myself as much as I can, but, like, these coughs are reflexive. Um. This was a return to form. This was the best episode of season... No, it's not the best episode of season two, because I always forget that the Shirtless Boy Gang was season two. This was the best episode (laughs) since the Shirtless Boy Gang. It's been getting better since the Black Hood left. It's
0: it's been a while since the Shirtless Boy Gang, so... It's been a long time. Yeah. Um, Yeah, no, I I enjoyed this episode. Uh, I'm not really sure... Other than a few minor things that happened during the episode, I don't know how much of it is actually going to have an effect on the overall season, but it Mm -hmm. it was still a a fun episode. A very horny episode.
1: Yeah, very... A lot of dicky dicks and vag-vagges in this (laughs) epi.
0: Uh, uh, There's a a line about uh, uh, Veronica having... Archie wrapped around her finger and other parts and it's very very gross. <laughs> Especially when you when when you think something about it. remember these are
1: 16-year-old children. These are you know as as one speaks like when they are 16 years old. Yes. They can make such very sick burns.
0: And yeah, oh, and they apparently know how to make margarita like jalapeno margaritas and jalapenos is actually the correct pronunciation <laughs> oh god um, so yeah so this is uh, chapter
1: 27 the hills have eyes fitting um, I forgot that was the title but like now that I've seen the episode like a Domino's hot and ready pizza I just watched it my brain's good to go that is a fitting title now knowing yeah. what I know Yes. So, uh. I thought it was just about Andre. It wasn't. (laughs) No. No. So, let's get into
0: it. There's. There's,
1: there's like, one. There's, like, one real, like, plot for the central foursome. Mm -hmm. And then there is a couple of, like, hanger on plots, which. There's, there's. It's mainly, like, Cheryl. And then and then Josie and, then Josie and Kevin, Kevin
0: kind of yeah they they intersect a couple times but they're kind of also they, separate in certain parts
1: yeah they have their own theme mm-hmm. that they share yeah but they they aren't always together
0: yeah so um,
1: do we want to knock out the little plots first because they're sort of very independent let's let's go ahead and knock out
0: uh, Josie and Kevin's first. Okay. Then we'll go back and do Cheryl's and then we'll do the the big big plot.
1: Okay. I want to come out ahead of this and say that it's kind of a bummer that cuz unless I completely forgot like Josie didn't know about her mom and Sheriff Keller, right? Like did I just miss that part of an episode? Uh as far
0: as I know no. She was yeah. not informed of the- that whole situation i think that's kind of come out in between
1: episodes or i don't think it happened
0: in this episode did
1: it they implied at the beginning of this episode that she was already in the know which like sure fine whatever that's writing shorthand but it feels really weird that we glossed over what could have been a scene for someone that we're giving you know, principal billing to now. We could have had a whole yeah. Josie plotline in a previous episode about her discovering so, this. So, what I think
0: may have happened is it it happened off screen when um, Mayor McCoy steps down. Yeah, like like she
1: gives she you know she talks to Josie. Oh, for sure. But like my uh, issue is that it was off screen. Yes. Um, so what we are talking about is Josie's episode plot revolves around. Her being a petulant child about her mother finding happiness with a man who is a good man and not her shitty garbage husband. The jazz man.
0: Like uh, the the jazz man whose name I've forgotten because he's in only one episode. And I think that is the behind the scenes reason for him. For the whole, like, divorce and thing going on. It's because yeah. he only ever actually appeared in one episode and was kind of terrible.
1: And no so. one liked him, so we'll call him Zatarans. Oh, oh, oh. Zatarans I, Jazzy Rice.
0: <laughs> this episode so, yes. is brought to
1: you by Zatarans. <laughs> Get out um, us, Zatarans. Yeah, hit us up with that good, good cover girl money that they never got us anymore. Oh, yeah. Apparently now um, they have their own. But, yeah, so... So, Josie, like, comes in to find her ma and Sheriff Keller, and, like, I'm pretty sure her hand is, like, on his, like, forearm or, yeah, wait, what, yeah, the arm like, or something. Yeah, they're
0: doing, like, that that flirty talk kind of posture and stuff like
1: as, that. As adult teenagers are wont to do Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and Josie's like, oh, I see you guys are still working together. Yes. <laughs> Um,
0: yeah. And, and, and Sienna, I believe her name is, is, I think that's her. I think that is the mother's, like, her Christian name. Yes. Her, her given name. Uh, she's, she basically, you know, says, Oh, you know, Sheriff Keller is helping us with, like, security at the law firm and everything like that since she stepped down as mayor.
1: Yeah. And Sheriff Keller has got it locked down, Josie.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, and and Josie's
1: basically like, you know. Like she's you shit. Th- yeah. She's a little shit about her mom being happy. Like, she's been in a shitty garbage relationship for a long time, and you've ha- your dad is shitty garbage. <laughs> like, did you yeah. forget, Josie, that your dad's garbage? Yes. Also, there's
0: a weird there's a weird shot in this moment that I have to talk about because it's like a facial tracking shot where like it keeps uh, Miss McCoy's face like steady in the frame, and the rest of everything like moves around her as she like steps forward. That I thought was a really, really bizarre choice. Oh yeah, I know the one scene. you're talking
1: about. Yeah, they wanted to keep the focus very much on her like face yeah. and reactions. Yeah. Uh, but yes. Yeah,
0: so, um, Mayor not Mayor McCoy, Miss McCoy. Uh, yeah, that's going to take some getting used to. Yes. This is gonna take some getting used to. Mr. McCoy um, is basically, you know, um, I'm getting divorced from your father, and uh, Sheriff Keller is going to talk to his wife when she's not overseas because that's kind of shitty to be like, "Hey, I'm divorcing you" when she's in like
1: deployed in like the <sighs> Middle East or whatever. That's that's such a uh, that's such that's, like yeah. a powder keg issue, like. So, like, from an out-of-universe perspective, like, the only, like, black parent we've met so far, like, the only black father is an absentee father and, like, a shitty garbage dad, and that's not really, like, a great look. Yeah. Um, But it does still fit with the tone of all parents are garbage people, so, like that might make it a little more palatable, but, like, Mm -hmm. Kevin is best dad, but now we did learn that best dad is having an affair on his deployed wife, which... Yes. Shit, she could just be on a business trip to L.A. for all I care. Having an affair while your spouse is, like, not in the state Mm -hmm. is just yucky. Yeah, it's not great. No, it's not.
0: Um... And, but basically, Josie finds out that, you know, Sheriff Keller hasn't told his wife or Kevin about what's going on. And then she kind of decides to take it upon herself.
1: To to, tell uh, Kev. To tell Kevin. And that's... Kevin is having a bad time elsewhere. Um, Uh And then... Honestly, I feel like these two are sort of very interconnected. So why don't we start on Kevin's and then we'll just like sort of do the intersection and then we'll like weave them back and forth. Yeah. yeah. So so Kevin's whole thing is that he's I'm miserable and lonely and gay. Yes. Which that sucks, dude. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah. We've he's he's talked about this in the past, um, where he's pretty much the only like out gay man. In the city. yeah, And it sucks. And he doesn't want to like, you know... Go out in the woods and potentially
1: get stabbed. He also doesn't want to bone down on Fangs Fogarty. Which I can't say I blame him. His name is Fangs. (laughs) Yeah, they do lampshade that. So Kevin has a very... Like... (sighs) Tense isn't quite the right word. But I'm at a lack of a word. He has like a very charged interaction with moose where you can tell kevin's just sort of like fed up with shit and moose is just horny Mm -hmm. um and the conversation basically consists of moose being like oh yeah i told midge and she's cool with with like us like it's fine don't even worry about it and kevin is like oh wow that's uh uh-huh i don't know if kevin bought it but I fucking did, and I was like, "Oh wow, that's that's <laughs> very mature for these fifteen-year-olds to be comfortable with polyamory." Yes, like, that's not something you would ever see happen in a teen CW show, like in yeah. the mainstream. Well, uh, I fell for it, y'all. So yeah, so the
0: next the next scene with with Kevin is. Um,
1: him and josie uh i believe in the the chocolate shop uh uh yeah that's where josie can confronts him uh, notifies him i guess
0: yeah so so josie brings him to the chocolate shop and it's like hey uh did you know about this and uh, obviously kevin does not so he goes to confront his dad in Mm. the sheriff's office (laughs) <laughs> which is it's a, so good. Which is a great place to be having
1: this conversation. Yeah, in my workplace. Thank you, son. Yes. Uh-huh. Um. Yeah. So they they have this confrontation. Kevin is justifiably mad. Mm-hmm. Like we don't know anything about his mother other than that that she is a veteran and like th- I mean active duty, I guess technically. Yes. Um. That doesn't like automatically get her good points in my book but like she hasn't done anything wrong yeah so she she does not have negative points either she has she has no negative pp no negative pp she has neutral pp good uh so
0: i believe after that it's the
1: uh josie
0: mm, yes it's back to josie Yeah, Um, where she talks to her mother again um, about how well
1: basically uh
0: miss mccoy her mom
1: is like you hurt the kellers like you hurt them and josie basically says i wasn't trying to hurt them i was trying to hurt you Mm -hmm. like like little fucking brat yeah she's she's she was trying to hurt her mother and like
0: Accusing her of like imploding their lives, and then the Miss Ma- McCoy is like, it's it's the lodges that are imploding our lives because they're the ones that are lo- they're basically running roughshod over the town.
1: Yeah, I'm not even gonna say thank the lodges, but Josie, you were there for the talent show episode, right? Right, honey? Yeah. Like you you were there. You saw your. You're, you saw a fucking Zatarans get up and walk out of your performance, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. okay, cool. I'm just glad that we're on the same page. Josie, be nice to your mother. She's one of the least terrible parents on the show. I would actually argue that she's probably a good parent, but maybe not a great person. Yes, yes. And that is a,
0: a possibility for a lot of people. Um, so, yeah. Uh, the next bit is uh, this lovely, totally not awkward scene at Pops, yet again, with uh, Kevin, Moose, and Midge, uh,
1: where Kevin is very alone. Well, there's also the movie theater scene before oh, that, that. that No, that comes after. Oh, this comes after. No, you right, you're right, you're right. Uh, so,
0: yeah, because Midge is like, hey, what are you doing here alone? And the, there's talks of them going <laughs> to the movie and everything.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to like make fun of of anyone like for how they look, but like Midge looks like she's like 45 years old, right? Like she didn't look like she was 45 in the in the I first think, episode of the season, right? <laughs> I think it's it's her it's the makeup. Yeah, I guess it's, It's the makeup and the way that her hair framed her face. Like, don't misinterpret. She's a very attractive 45-year-old, but... (laughs) (laughs) 45-year-old teenager. Yeah, she does not look like a teenager. Like, her performance is fine, but I just could not help but, like, look at her and be like, this bitch is 40.
0: Yeah, yeah. She has almost the I-want-to-talk-to-your-manager
1: haircut oh fuck hi my name is carol and i demand to be seated immediately yeah uh but so
0: (laughs) no i can't i can't not think about it Uh, (laughs) so
1: midge is like oh how how did you how did you
0: Yeah. yeah how did you and moose meet
1: and Moose is very lost for words. He just immediately fucking crumples and backpedals his goddamn bullshit lie. This 15-year-old girl who is 15 going on 30 girl is like not is not <laughs> oh actually so, aware of their polyamory. So
0: 13 going on 30 is a very apt reference because of who's in the movie that we
1: see later. Uh, is this a real movie that they watched? I don't know. I missed the title. It's was it, Love was it Simon. Wo- oh.
0: okay i'm gonna google it okay you google it uh so at the movie theater uh josie and kevin finally meet face to face face again and she's like hey i'm sorry for like dropping all this on you and it wasn't like you know about
1: ruining your relationship with your parents (laughs) and everything fuck me fuck off riverdale It's a movie that's coming out on March 16th. Like, (laughs) fuck you, Riverdale. Oh, no. Get get bent. So we now know that at the very least, this episode of Riverdale is set, like, as of the time of this recording, six days in the future.
0: All right. That's good to know. At the very least. At the very least. Um, Fuck off. Yeah, so they go to see this movie, and, like... Uh, Josie and Kevin hang out and they have some, not junior mints, but senior mints as they watch is, Jennifer Garner. Did they Garner. really say
1: senior mints? Hmm? Did they really say senior mints? Yes, I
0: looked at them because I was like, what, what does this candy say? And it totally says senior mints. Um, Beautiful.
1: That's like Let's Potato Chips. Yes. Oh you know, uh, yeah, Jennifer <laughs> Garner is on the television screen, which made me think that this probably was a real movie. Um, And again, 13 going uh, on 30. T- it, oh, it's so perfect. Midge. First off, Midge deserves better than Moose. Like, Moose is a philanderer. Like, get fucked, Moose. Yeah. Uh, Kevin deserves better than Moose, too. But, like... Oh, God. Just, like... I was like, oh, Moose is, like... I mean, Midge is suddenly, like, probably the coolest character in the show. And the most mature character in the show. But, no. Moose is just an asshole liar. Which, yeah. actually, is more appropriate for a 15-year-old. It. it um, true. True.
0: Uh so after That's, that it's oh yeah.
1: there's I think like a final kind
0: of like resolution scene for the Kevin Josie sort of plot line
1: the episode. most awkward diner scene in my opinion <laughs> it's, there's a lot of awkward diner scenes this episode this is the most
0: awkward yeah uh, i think the other
1: it, like awkward diner
0: scene in this episode is the the resolution to um the main the plot, line, plot line where they're, yeah. they're all sitting there and like you can clearly see that, andre just actually shit yeah, yeah no
1: <laughs> yeah I, I it's i didn't want to make my joke until we were talking about it but like how long are you all gonna hold that like hands-in powwow yeah. like how long is that gonna be do they, a thing? do
0: they do a go team afterwards like what's does outside?
1: It, the frame freeze because they did it for like a solid five to six seconds which is I would say probably four seconds too long. Um, Um, It's just fucking weird. But we'll Um, come back to that. So, yeah, like, this scene is, like, very underplayed Mm -hmm. and emotional and raw, which is, like, joking aside, like, is actually, like, kind of really refreshing Mm -hmm. to see. um, Because it wasn't, like, over the top. Yeah. they, they basically confront their parents and they're like this is going to be a long series of conversations and we might as well start the dialogue about it now and it's implied that it's like because we love you and we want you both to be happy and we might not necessarily agree with these choices but we do want you to be happy. yeah um, And then Josie and her mom hold hands and then uh, very hetero Sheriff Dad, like, nods at his yes. uh, son who nods back. They, they give each other the, the sort of, the look. Man, shirtless Sheriff Dad just seems like a different season ago. <laughs> this the season is going on for a very long amount of time, so yes, it does feel like yeah. it was forever ago but it is two distinct plot lines so it's technically like this might as well just be the third season yeah yeah so yeah. i'm fine with how they're they're structuring the story um and then we're on <laughs> We're on Cheryl Bombshell, which is just like, could you be any cringier white girl?
0: She has used that before, but yes, it's been a while.
1: I know, and it's not an excuse. (laughs) Like, oh no, I've been calling myself Cheryl Bombshell for years. Is like, oh, and no one told you in the several years to not do that? Yeah.
0: Yeah, please, Uh, please don't.
1: Uh, Walk us in.
0: So Cheryl is once again disgusted with her mother's uh, choices. Uh, namely her, her sex work yes being a sex worker again like there's nothing wrong with safe sex work yes that's that's the first part and also that's she the most is important.
1: she is wearing the glove she is wearing the glove
0: the in, the <laughs> nana you, well the nana blossom like phylactery glove
1: um, so i d- i don't want to keep playing the kyle's a pervert card but like this is not my thing. No kink shaming. But there are a lot of people who enjoy, like, gloved hand play. Sure, but it's the one glove. It, I know, I know. It's Listen, okay, hold on. Book of erotic fantasy really quick. D- don't you think that, like, there would be magic items for, like, uh, like? Uh. don't you think having an enchanted glove would give your bepis just, or your vagina, the- like, an extra little tingle? Like just like the arcane energy, just like touching uh, f- your erogenous zone. Hi everyone, welcome to the grossest podcast you've listened to today. Hold on, to hold today. on. I can outfit a plus
0: one glove of milking. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: <laughs> I
0: actually broke Kyle. <laughs> so yes, Cheryl Fuck. is very upset Fuck. about.
1: Fuck! i no. I need to recover. Hold on. <laughs> I have to, like, write down the time code so I can really lower this part because I had to, like, violently throw myself away from the chair to, to like, mask the laughter. Holy fuck. That's the grossest shit I've ever heard, and I want one. Oh, my God. Okay, okay. So. I'm good. I'm, I'm an adult. Okay, <laughs> so we're fairly better now. Um, I'm, I mean, <laughs> I was gonna say let's go back to season one form and I'll make the magic item to post with the episode, but I am not associating myself with the plus
0: one glove of milking. I brand. don't know enough about D and D to make that item, so <coughs> do it at home, kids.
1: Yeah, what are the mechanics in Fifth Ed for hand jobs? <laughs> Grappling, of course. Grappling roll with advantage. Yes.
0: Uh, so, show's very upset at her mother. Her mother accuses her of driving away the only good thing in her life, and then calls her a a an anorexic, and it's it's just a bad, an emotional bad. anorexic. Yes, because she apparently yeah. like destroys all the love in her life, and she starves herself of it. Yes. Yeah, it's 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 not a great a great moment for like
1: no everybody. No, it's not. I mean, we we never tried to fool ourselves that that was a good mom though yes no like um so yeah she 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 only like like you don't get positive pp for like being upset that your husband murdered your son like that. that's not a net gain no you don't get, that's just expected a fish yeah. doesn't get pp for swimming <laughs> oh, all right um
0: so Cheryl tries to then later invite herself along with the uh, the gang's uh, romantic weekend getaway uh, and is uh, soundly rejected for not being, like, a couple. Plus, they just kind of also, don't want
1: her there. Yeah, she's also a sociopath.
0: Yes. She's also wearing the tiniest backpack I've ever think I've seen somebody wear. Oh.
1: Yeah. It, uh. So, um... So the gang heads off to the uh to the uh, to their plot line. Mm-hmm. And the next time we see Cheryl, she calls them to to tell them that um fuck, I'm I'm so hung up right now. I'm not going to say the words again, but I'm hung up on it. Um she calls <laughs> she calls them to be like you fucking little goblins, um did you know that Archie and Betty gave each other a mouth smooch uh, mm-hmm. on the black hood, and I saw it because I was there for some for some reason. Were they at her house? They they were leaving her house because they were talking to Nano Blossom about right the right. the the murders. Uh, and so she calls them to be a little shit, and then mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Janet Jasper is in the bathroom. I feel
0: like we've used that one before. Fuck.
1: Fine. Tony Topaz. She's lovely in this episode. She like, is very lovely. I really, uh, I really like Tony Topaz as like an empathetic character yes. because we need more of those in Riverdale. So apparently, um,
0: Madeline Petch and the lovely lady who plays um, Tony Topaz are actually like friends in real life and stuff like that. So oh, for real? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. So they're 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 really really cool. Um. But yeah. So so Tony is is basically like hey. I can tell that you're clearly, like, not not doing so great and that you're just
1: being a... a, You're lashing out uh at people for no reason and you just referred to yourself as Cheryl Bombshell. So I can tell that maybe you're not well at the moment.
0: (laughs) And then, like, Tony touches her and that does not go well. Like, she touches her on the arm
1: and then Cheryl's like, hey, don't touch me and, like, leaves. So, like... I do want to highlight that Cheryl is not in the wrong to clearly communicate no. that she does not want to be no, touched. Not. And, like, Tony probably should have, like, gotten consent. But this is very much one of those, like, innocuous touches mm-hmm. that, like, c- might not necessarily be, like, a yucko thing to do. But, like, I definitely don't want to make it seem like Cheryl was in the wrong to not want to be touched. Um, and, like, force that narrative of, like... The, the strong masculine hero like hugging the woman who continually says, get off of me until she breaks down and cries. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it's it's a it's a messy, messy situation and both characters I feel like were relatively in the right. Yes. Um
0: so we don't see a whole lot of Cheryl until way, way later when yeah. uh, she observes her mother greeting another suitor.
1: Well, he he was wearing like a suede suit i'm pretty sure he's Which yeah, just he's like, uh damn he's
0: wearing like a like a, a suede leather jacket or whatever and she's like man fuck this shit and goes to the movies
1: yeah just like i i, I would have swore his pants were suede too but i might have just been really transfixed on the jacket uh, the jacket um, is very noteworthy yeah it sticks out um i remember it's like this like greenish color yeah, um yeah, yeah. but yeah so she decides to bounce because she doesn't want to be in a brothel which like is also understandable mm-hmm. you know yeah. being adjacent to sex work is not for everyone yes especially like, when you're 16 and it's your I mean, mother yeah i would argue that mother is actually being inappropriate as fuck yeah. like have sex for money somewhere else mm-hmm. like that seems like that's a reasonable response in my opinion. Like, do your sex work but don't do it while your daughter is there. Yes.
0: So, so Cheryl... So, she
1: bounces. She
0: goes to the movies. She goes to see Love, Simon in theaters March 16th.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I got you twice this episode. Alright. Dude, you're funny as shit today. <laughs> um, so, they go to see Love, Simon in theaters March 16th and um, Cheryl's, like, getting... A cherry cola, because of and course, a, yeah, of course, with like a straw in it. I, I do want to touch on before we continue the plotline. It isn't a glass bottle, uh-huh. which. What the f- did, what the fuck? You like I, at the movie theater. Yeah, at the movie I think theater, not. like. The especially because it's so tiny. I'm not paying ten dollars for that fucking bottle of pop. You know what I just realized too? It's at the Bijou. So is Chick. It's not AMC affiliated. Yeah, is, is Chick, Chick they're there secretly working? We just
0: don't see him.
1: Oh God, Chick! Chick is some sort of ghoul. He is very creepy. Um, but uh, he's so creepy. But yeah, so so Tony approaches Cheryl, and is like. Hey, fucking Cheryl Bombshell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um and and yeah, like she's just nice and decent to Cheryl. Yeah. I I want more of Tony mm-hmm. and I much like in the same way that I'm really glad they backpedaled on Cheryl being like gross and possessive of another woman of color (laughs) earlier in the season. Yes.
0: I'm very glad they dropped that. They seem to have just absolutely dropped that plot point.
1: The second, the second that I saw that Josie was in the episode and Cheryl called Cheryl's mom called Cheryl emotionally anorexic. I was like, Oh fuck. Are we, Oh fuck. Are we finally circling back to this? But no, I don't think we are. And thank God. But like if Tony, Tony's bisexual, right? We established that. Tony is, is bisexual. And I feel, feel
0: like the whole Josie thing was just a very, very bad way of kind of a hinting Addressing at it. or starting to address yeah. the kind of the moment we get with Cheryl later, a little bit later in the episode.
1: Yeah, because like we are to infer, we'll, we'll explain that, but I think we are to infer that Cheryl is bisexual at the very least. Um, mm-hmm. So Tony is like, listen, if you want to just sit with me at a theater. I was coming here to see this with fucking fangs Fogarty, <laughs> and he he dipped. So, fucking fangs, man. Fucking fangs. Um, so if you want to, like, watch this very queer movie together, I'd be happy mm-hmm. with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was that was very nice. Like, I, I'm fine if they just become friends. Like, mm-hmm. I think... So here's what... Actually, here's where I was trying to get before. Like, I feel like I've said it forever. Josie is criminally underused Mm -hmm. um, and I feel like they could do a lot more with her outside of just like glossing over her family drama and then featuring it for like half of an episode and then having Cheryl obsess over her for an episode. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to also see more of Tony Topaz because I think the actress is very very good and like she just seems like the only decent human being at the moment. And, like, she's always rational. Like, the only few times we've seen her be mad, it is entirely justified. And even then, she's, like, understanding in her anger. She's, yeah. she's great. I love her. Yeah,
0: she's she is very good.
1: Who is, what is her
0: actress? Her actress's name? Yes. So I, I've got it look, pulled up right now. Hold on.
1: Yeah, I'll continue the plot. So they see the movie, and later at uh, Pops' diner... Um, I forget if Tony approaches her if she's been sitting with Cheryl the whole time. She but she
0: is sitting with her the whole time because after they leave the movie they all go together. It, um it is Vanessa Morgan
1: is the well Vanessa you do a wonderful job please keep it up yes um you are one of my favorite parts of the show at the moment um so they're having like dinner ish at pops yeah they're and, having
0: shakes and whatever you get at pops so
1: yeah you know. Burger food, grease, grease food, <laughs> um, and God, those shakes always look so good. They really um, do. I kind of want to go get a shake, but. the burgers look amazing too. Yeah. Um, I had a shake and a burger a couple days ago, so I can't have another one. Um, but like, she's like, I'm an expert at spotting invisible tears, and you were definitely crying during the whole movie. And then Cheryl like actually starts to actually cry and like cheers for Madeline because like there are actual tears and they actually roll down her face. Like mm-hmm. that's, that's very, very good acting. It's not the, the usual CW acting where you just, you kind of curl your face up and you squint your eyes and yeah. like, just pretend that your eyes might be wet. Um, yeah. And she, ex- yeah, t- actually tell us what she explains. So I feel so, like I've been so talking she, too much. Yeah.
0: So she explains that um, the, the movie reminded her of like how, you know, people always accuse her of being loveless and stuff like that, but she did have this love when she was younger and her, her mother destroyed it. And initially Tony's like, you know, I heard that you and your brother were like super close. Um, and she's no, no, that's not what I'm talking about. It's, it's when I was younger, there was this girl named Heather who, um, we were, you know, really, really close. And um, this is when they were in middle school, and you know she would come over, and they would stay the night like all the time. And then when uh, her mother found um, them in the same bed, she just basically ended it right there, um, and she basically never saw her again. And And, yeah,
1: her mother called Cheryl a deviant. Yes. Like so, Cheryl's mom automatically negative pp because like you're a homophobic bigot now (laughs) hey um also like what the like they were in the same bed they weren't like boning down on each other yeah like did to me it was completely normal to lay in the same bed as your friends Mm -hmm. like even to sleep it's it's just fucking sleep communal sleeping isn't that fucking weird like it's something humans used to do a lot of um i don't know it's just it's so fucking weird like i I have i have very different norms i guess
0: uh, well no i I mean you're not you're not wrong like just just being in the same bed as somebody isn't a uh
1: inherently like wrong thing or anything like that beds aren't inherently sexual like Yeah, you bone down on beds, but like you don't think about cars as being a sexual thing and people bone down in cars all yeah. the time. Yeah, but I mean they're also like in middle school and So I never went to middle school. Uh what age is middle school? Like, I think mi-
0: middle school is basically um late elementary school, like
1: right before you go into uh high school. So like so, like, your twins. So, tweens? like, 11 to 13? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was, like, 13 or 14 when I started high school. Because my, my elementary school ran K to 8. So, I never had, like, the, oh, I'm going to a middle school now. Like, yeah. it was elementary school and then high school. Yeah. Um, okay. I mean, yeah, but, like, I don't know. Kids discover their sexuality early and even then it doesn't even necessarily like sexuality is not implicitly sexual Mm -hmm. which is a thing i feel like a lot of people can't divorce like you can realize what you like and discover those feelings without being sexually active yes totally
0: um but to get off talking about middle schoolers yeah um yeah please uh Tony is like, hey, you're you're not deviant. I'm sorry that your mother is an awful awful human being, um,
1: and you know they they hold hands and are you know, they become closer. And- I'm fine with them being friends, but if they want to pursue like a consenting, queer relationship, uh-huh. then. I think that that might be something really interesting for Madeline Petch to do because mm-hmm. she hasn't been doing much this season, and I like Tony Topaz. Yes. So more of them is always welcome. Yes, I, I definitely
0: think that this could be a good, a good alternative to like the sort of Blaze Blossom hints we got at the end of like last season, the beginning of this season, is is making <sighs> is humanizing Cheryl a bit more and making her you know empathetic yeah making her more of an empathetic character um yeah. this has definitely want, if been the more consistent cheryl we've had lately and that's yeah. saying If we're not a lot. gonna get
1: blaze blossom then let's make cheryl a better person yeah you know like if i can't have my fiery paladin of vengeance then let's just let's just cut our losses and that's basically the end of their plot line and yep. the The horny squad plotline is pretty brief, honestly, considering it's the bulk of the episode. Not a lot happens. It's a lot
0: of teenagers being horny in the woods. Teenagers
1: fucking in the forest. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Which is
0: my new novel coming to uh, Amazon Kindle.
1: (laughs) Fucking in the forest featuring Sasquatch by Noah Carden. Yes. Um, So... (laughs) The, they go to the Lodge Lodge. Well, like, first we need to talk about
0: the creepiest like 30 seconds at the start of this episode with Chick. Chick? Okay, please tell. So, it the start of the episode is a jug catalog and talking about how Betty is in this creepy, creepy house and has become her own private purgatory, which kind of spurs her decision to go with everybody to the Lodge Lodge out in the middle of the woods but chick is very creepy in that he um, stands behind people and holds the bowl of cereal and eats out
1: of his hand and then uh, I'm sorry what the fuck did you like I know, I missed the cereal thing cuz I was like he he is settling in <laughs> he is standing behind Betty and he has the bowl of cereal in one hand
0: and he has a spoon in the other and he's just standing behind her like eating like the bowl like
1: right up to his face Oh, okay. like for a second, the, I thought you said that he was holding the bowl in one hand and then using his other hand to scoop cereal into No, his mouth. no, no. He's not, I thought I had missed something fucking magical.
0: Uh, he is not quite that psycho. Um, he is using uh, Betty's own personal shower, which apparently all of these children have their own showers, which. Fucking rich ass white kids. Uh, he drinks orange juice out of the uh, jug like straight and like looks people in the eye while he
1: does it's this. it's it's definitely the eye contact right like yeah I, I could forgive someone for drinking out it of the gallon. Even, it doesn't even look like he's I actually drinking. Anything he just kind of has it up to his lips is making like <laughs> he's a... Just <laughs> he's just swooshing it around in his fucking mouth yes. while making... That's an alpha move. Like, that's a power play, chick. Um, and then the he, he stands on
0: the, the lower stairs and like waves at people as they leave. And it's very, very creepy. He's also out of focus,
1: which makes it even better yeah the 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 framing for all like the the camera language in all of these shots is really fucking delightful Mm -hmm. there's a lot of like uh dutch angling very very subtle dutch angling there's
0: there's dutch angling and there's like rotations so Mm -hmm. that definitely shows in a sort of off kilter kind of um emotional state yeah the Um, use of focus is so good yeah um so it's great so hiram lodge is like hey I've got a bunch of people coming into town. I need to get these kids out of my hair for the weekend. So I'm going to tell them that they can go to the lodge up in uh, Shadow Lake. Shadow Lake. And um,
1: For for real, though, you could fucking peel away the Americana paint Mm -hmm. and just paint a fucking fantasy world map. Around all of the places named in Riverdale, and you wouldn't be able to tell the fucking difference.
0: Uh, if you um, pay attention, I believe in either the last episode or the episode before last, where um, Jughead confronts the mayor. God damn it, Janice, uh, and shows him shows her the uh, the map of Southside. You can actually see that there's like the outline of like camp, of like Crystal Lake in Fox Forest. Oh. oh. Yeah. Well,
1: like, listen, for real, Riverdale is a fantasy setting that has just evolved into the modern era. It's not in America, as far as I'm concerned, yeah. except for when they reference New York City. They just travel there through portals. Yes. Um, yeah, it's, it's nonsense. So he says, Archie, get these fucking kids out of here. And Archie says, okay. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that, boss. Thanks, um, boss.
0: So... Uh, Jughead meanwhile is trying to get information on Hiram Lodge, so he figures when he is invited to the Lodge Lodge, which is what Veronica calls it. Uh, so good. Uh, she's, he's going to try and like secretly get information out of Veronica about the whole thing. Um, and Betty's like, "Hey, don't do that. I really need a nice weekend away. Don't be an asshole."
1: Have you seen Chick? He's fucking terrifying.
0: And then, and then the next <laughs> scene
1: he meets Chick who is fucking terrifying. Uh God, he really is. He's so creepy. He's a great actor. He <laughs> he plays what he has written so well. And, and he I, looks like 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 slightly undernourished, which I, He looks he looks like if someone kept Slim Shady in a cage in the basement for like five years and he had to eat like mice
0: and then dido plays in the background oh <laughs> so um, so uh yeah, he's great
1: i fucking love chick
0: <laughs> yeah so andre the driver takes the kids up to the lodge and uh he has a gun that archie notices and is like man i remember when i had a gun <laughs> <laughs> i miss my murder machine and um basically veronica's like hey you can't stay here, you can't like chaperone us, so we we've gotta have our own like little weekend away and everything like that. And Andre, then
1: we can't have you here while we fucking
0: Yeah. And then Andre's like, Hey, I'm totally just gonna be like down the street. Call me if you need anything, Archie.
1: I got a tent. I'm <laughs> gonna camp.
0: Yes. He's he's going all like black ops back to nature out in the
1: woods. Um He's Ramboing. Um so they all go into the to the lodge they sort of just like enjoy everything and then cheryl calls and like we said before she she tells uh jughead about the archie smooch Uh and then you know there's some Uh, awkward interactions
0: (laughs) they tell us about the archie smooch and then um veronica and archie bone down and it's really awkward because in the next, like the next room over or whatever, uh, Jughead <laughs> and Betty are like trying to talk about like the whole like Archie Betty kiss thing yeah. and like why she didn't tell him and and things like that. But they kind Jughead's of Jughead's
1: like, being mature about it too. Yes, like, Jughead's
0: being very mature. Jughead lately, I think he's great. Yes, he's great. But he's back to being great. Uh, he, he's not like the the pissy introverted like writer stereotype. Thank God. Um he is actually being like, like emotionally like available and um attentive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like kind of extroverted and stuff like that. Yeah. And
1: I, 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 I like, that, like I like that he's
0: not being like the mopey
1: sad boy. Yeah. I think it's it's refreshing. Mm-hmm. He still dresses like the mopey sad boy, mm-hmm. but like he's very much just like going like Serpico. And also still just being kind of a decent boyfriend at the moment. Um, and then they hear the squeaking comer from next door, and they're very... I, I, their reaction to that is the most teenage thing that I think has ever happened on the show. Like, the delivery of, um... Her name's Lily, right? Yes. Lily Rein- Reinhardt? Reinhardt. Uh, Hammer the down. Of Li- um. I did it! Um... Shut up. <laughs> fucking dweebus. I don't play overwatch. Um, Shut up. You don't? I've I've played it for like a little while. I haven't played it in like oh, okay. months. Well, pl- we should play on the on the battle net. I don't play it very much unless I play with friends. Um, anyway. So their reaction to like the boning is the most authentic thing I've ever seen on this fucking show. And their deliveries are so fucking good. Mm-hmm. Cause like I'm not gonna say we've all been there, because that's like normative. But like I've certainly been there, where they're just like, "Oh my god, do they even know how to have a regular conversation?" Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. Oh, uh, it's the it's, the Sprouse delivery is just on fucking point. Yes. Yes. So. So they all meet back up, uh, while <laughs> Veronica makes. While Ver- Veronica and
0: Archie are rehydrating. Yes. Uh, and Franco's like, "Hey, let, I'm gonna make margaritas because I'm 16 and know how to do that." What? What? Uh, I'd made margaritas
1: when I was 16, but what sort of margaritas were they, Noah? They were like jalapeno. Nope, nope, that's the wrong word. Say it. Jalapenos. <laughs> jalapenos. Uh, yeah, they're jalapenos. don't make me bring up the glove again. <laughs> uh, listen, I'm I'm still thinking about how to how to write that shit up. I'm gonna make a very horny fifth ed book. Um, so I bet I can make a lot of money. Oh, I'm sure you could. (laughs) I'm going to look to see if there's a book of erotic fantasy for Fifth Head, so just go along with the plot while I plot my future.
0: Okay, so um, there's a little bit of arguing as Jughead tries to get information out of Veronica as they all, like, drink these margaritas, which who knows how strong they actually are or not. So, Veronica is basically like, hey, I know we'll fix this. Let's all get half-naked and into the hot tub. Which is a great choice probably not also veronica does come out wearing yet another like cloak It.
1: (sighs) this girl loves cloaks all right the the like oh you just had that lying around v cool yeah um yeah so they all get in also i'm starting to think have we ever seen anyone in a bathing suit in riverdale that isn't a one piece Uh, Like, no one's ever worn a bikinis, as far as I can tell. No, I don't think anybody has. I don't, I don't, listen, like, I think one pieces can be lovely, but, like, it does strike me as such an odd thing. Like, is that what the in uh, bikinis, like, not bikini, the the in swimwear style is right now? Because, like, our shit was just like underpants or mismatched tops and bottoms. That was very much my aesthetic for my group of friends in in high school. All right. Um, um yeah, I so don't they know. Get in. I'm I'm not up with
0: swimwear fashion, so.
1: Yeah, I mean, I didn't ex- expect any of us to. I um, more it's so that way hopefully some of our incredibly uh talented and lovely fans could be like, "Yeah, dummy. Uh, it is." Um it's, so they it's get in because you can't show can't show girl navels on television anymore. That's why. Um, <laughs> fuck oh god
0: so the, uh, okay. Veronica Stop avoiding ma- that rant comes Veronica with- says
1: hey everybody fucking smooch I'm gonna smooch Jughead <laughs> yeah like, like, this like, is a let's great just idea. cut to the this heart this totally of
0: it. isn't gonna cause any sort of issues um, and Jughead is kind <laughs> of
1: into it just the kind of like <laughs>
0: just, just, can we
1: can we talk about how Jughead literally cucks Archie for a scene <laughs> yes
0: <laughs> oh god I will say that Jughead does like, he doesn't
1: put his hands on Veronica. Yeah, he doesn't touch, but he does look at Archie. (laughs) It's so, it's so dominant. This episode is going to be so long because we keep keep cracking up. It's such a fucking long episode, but that's so much because we just keep breaking (laughs) down, which to me is fantastic. Yeah. So this is a long episode. Sorry. But um, it's funny as fuck, and there's so much fun shit to talk about. So, yes. <laughs> Jughead cucks Archie, and this <laughs> upsets Archie. Yes, yes, it does. And then, um, but later- Betty's just fucking cool with it. Yeah. Like, I think Betty's borderline into
0: it. Yeah. Uh, later, uh, after the commercial break. Um, well, Veronica first she gives it like Jughead like a little pat on the face, which I thought was cute. <laughs> yeah, right at the very end, like keep it up there, sport. Um, uh, but it's great. But Jughead is like reading his book uh, in the uh, in their room later, bet. and Betty's like, you know, you and Archie are the only ones who haven't kissed yet. And then she goes to like change, and Jughead is like, hey, wait a minute you've cursed veronica and she's like yeah dog also real quick i noticed this because i have the episode playing in the background as we're doing this um like a lot of the drapes and pillows are the same pattern
1: as the overlook hotel from the shining oh that ties into the little reference later (laughs) yes i did not know that you know i've never seen the shining movie um i've only
0: seen bits and pieces i i'm familiar with the the um carpet pattern because it's
1: like a a thing it's iconic yeah Yeah, we should do a movie night of that sometime we should Um, that'd be fun but then (laughs) then then Uh, an old
0: friend reappears an old friend a tried and true favorite Dirk Betty (laughs) comes out of the dressing room and she's like, oh,
1: you've been a bad boy, Jughead. I've got to punish you. Because if you liked it, I'll punish you. <laughs> we also do need to reference that Dark Betty is the name of the the black makeup from the Riverdale makeup collection at Hot Topic. Yes. Yes, it is. It's, which is the best. So fucking good. Dark Betty is canon. Um, uh
0: Archie and Veronica talk as Archie does his workout and is like, I'm too tired to bone right now. And then they hear squeaking coming from the next room over. And they're also, like, disgusted at the sound of
1: their friends having sex. Yeah. And, like... Well, actually, I think it's more surprise. No, also, more surprise, Veronica yeah. tries to Veronica tries to bone down on Archie, but he's still very mad about being a cuckold. Yes, um, I don't I don't use this word very much, but it's so fucking appropriate. <laughs> it really <laughs> is. Um, um, and so, and again, there's like if you are a cuckold, and it makes you and your partner happy, more power to you. I'm not judging you. I just. It's just such an odd plot line for Riverdale to tackle. Yeah, (laughs) Um, yeah, it really is. Um, And so so they start boning, and no one knew that they were boning until just now, and uh, Archie shoves a pillow over his head. Yep. Uh, In the morning, uh, Veronica
0: goes outside with her parasol as it is lightly raining to see Archie splitting wood. And, uh, Very erotically. Yes, and a, a, a um, display of masculine uh masculinity and testosterone. He's, he's just gotta
1: get all those bad feelings out and, and then only he, physical labor will fix it.
0: And then he runs off in the woods after he gets a text to to meet Andre, who is in the woods in like a tactical turtleneck and like leather a jacket.
1: Tactile neck.
0: <laughs> yep. Uh Veronica sees and is like, Hey, this isn't cool, you gotta go. And why didn't you tell yeah. me, Archie? And she's mad and stuff like that. So, so she
1: heads off into town with Betty mm-hmm. because she's mad. Um, uh, while in town, because like nothing funny happens for a little while now. Uh, uh, Archie w- and Jughead have, have like a little heart-to-heart talk and everything, but yeah, while they're in town, yeah, no. they go to so so that comes after they go to town, I think. Uh, that comes um, just before, but it's basically this it oh, then we'll much. cover it first. Yeah, um, like I really wanted them. I really wanted Jughead to be like. Well, we are the only ones who haven't kissed, and their kiss was a secret. <laughs> so, if we didn't get to see them kiss, maybe they don't get to see us kiss, Archie. Yeah. Like, I don't know. That would have been great. Yeah, I would have.
0: They, they oh, yeah, man. they did I talk about uh, Betty TV. and Veronica kissing, and they have like they're sitting on like stumps in the wood, ta- passing a canteen, it's which I assume so is full of liquor. Masculine, yeah.
1: Um, and they're passing a canteen of liquor back. Yeah, like you said, just what the fuck? Yes. Um, and they, they talk about it, and they're cool with each other because mm-hmm. they're besties. Mm-hmm. Um, and, they're, and they're talking about how, like,
0: they're all so close because they're all, like, best friends with each other and everything. So
1: Everyone is someone's best friend. Yeah. It's it's definitely a complex sitch. Uh-huh. Uh, at, at town, they meet a creepy...
0: A creepy guy. local who calls Riverdale a hick town, even though they live in like this like yeah. middle
1: of the woods, like what the fu- like, that's pretty fucking judgy. Hills have eyes. Um So they get some stuff, Veronica flirts with the guy, and then they leave. Mm-hmm. And in the same way that Chick was framed out of focus staring and waving and being creepy Uh, there are two people outside of the store that they're walking away from who are framed out of focus who are staring intensely at them yeah I totally like forgot about them in the later scene Um, I'm telling you man the the camera language in this one communicates really clearly yes Um,
0: so they get back uh, Veronica and Archie make up JK gets a call from his dad about how uh, Hiram Lodge has bought the trailer park uh, and they're not going to get kicked out, which then sets Jughead off on
1: Veronica about her father buying up the town. It's basically. not Veronica. They they dunk on Veronica twice. It's not her fucking fault, mm-hmm. Jughead. Like she is blood related to him. Like get the f- grow the fuck up. Yeah. Um, I, I understand being suspicious, but it is not Veronica's fault. So then they like everyone tells Jughead to shut the fuck up. Um, And then they play some Monopoly, which is a terrible idea. The worst thing you can do with friends. And then a fight starts around a Monopoly table, and I'm immediately taken back to my, like, seventh grade family vacations in the Amish country of Pennsylvania. Because... We're fighting around a table of Monopoly, and fuck that game. Hey, guess what,
0: y'all? Monopoly isn't supposed to be a fun game. It's supposed to be about the horrors of capitalism. Yeah,
1: Monopoly was a parody game that was designed intentionally to be bad, and motherfuckers somehow liked it. Yeah. Um, Also developed by a woman, so there you go. And stolen by a man. Yep. Um, So... Then Betty gets a call, and she's like, what if it's about chick? And she takes it, and she comes back, and she says, hey, Veronica, you fucking bitch. Your dad just bought the paper from my garbage dad. And then they're mad at Veronica again for really no good reason. <laughs> they're, again? they're they're mad at Veronica again until the home invasion born? happens. Yeah, until until the three creepy rednecks do break in. Four creepy rednecks. There's a fourth? There's four of them. Yeah. Oh, four creepy rednecks break-in. <laughs> one of which is carrying a fire axe. Uh, so, the joke was going to be... Um, I'm pretty sure one of them was wearing camouflage, and I was just going to pretend that there was three, but <laughs> now I can't remember if he was wearing camouflage. <laughs> uh, maybe. Um.
0: So, uh, they're like, you know, give us your money and everything like that, and veronica's like hey i totally recognize you um
1: that's a dumb play by yeah. the way v don't let them know that you recognize them yes yeah, um so i also do want to applaud riverdale really quickly i'm sorry to to keep talking no you're good but um it's a podcast is what no, you're supposed to do Yeah, i know but i want you to talk more too and i feel like i've been talking a lot, i talked about but, gloves all right so we're good yeah you you had definitely had the biggest laugh this episode um not a single threat of sexual assault in sight for the whole scene. Yes. Like it's tense. And I was very worried that such a thing might occur, but these were good burglars. Yes. There was no sexual assault or rape threats or anything like that. Um, which was a great way to do it because, Hey, guess what? You don't have to imply that threat and like bring it to the forefront because people will think that it might be a potential threat anyway. Yes. Um, really really well handled I was very very satisfied yeah. with it uh, that bedroom scene was so fucking tense for that yeah. very reason
0: No, I, I, I know exactly what you mean and I, I was thinking of the exact same thing and I'm again like you I'm very glad that they didn't like have to make anything like that explicit like as an mm-hmm. explicit threat or anything like that yeah Um. so yeah so Veronica presses a silent alarm in her, her, her bedroom as uh, they as she gets the money for the um,
1: the uh, the crooks, the burglars. They only want one purse, which is kind of weird.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, they know it's Veronica's house, and therefore she has the most money. Right, but like,
1: fucking credit cards. Yeah. Right?
0: I, I like. Well, I mean, you can always just cancel credit cards. It's better to just grab cash and.
1: No, be, I know, but I'm saying like, who. She probably doesn't have that much fucking cash. Like, take the other wallets too. Yeah. Dogs. Like, oh no, yeah, that's true. She's probably only strapping like a thousand, which is not worth this.
0: Yeah, and uh, they they do talk about how like the 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 rich folk come around and
1: uh, like constantly flash their money and shit. All y'all richins. Yeah. Um. um and- so, then they start to smash the place, but then the phone rings and it's like it's the alarm company dickhead so
0: he's like shit gotta get out of here and grabs veronica's necklace and runs out and archie this whole time is having like flashbacks of like the black hood and everything
1: i, I thought archie was going to attack him
0: yeah so i really did I. did for real yeah um and then archie just like chases after the guy into the woods and man just like tackle him and stop stop him and like takes off his his uh his balaclava is his about to, face, his white hood. Yeah, he's about to beat his face in, and then Andre's like, hey, what's up? Hey, I'm here. I'm exactly here, by the way. I'm, I'm right where you are, and
1: I'll take care of this, and... Uh, <laughs> hey, it's a test, right? That kid's alive. That's a test. <laughs> I just realized this is another Hiram test. I don't know. Maybe? maybe? I... I it's
0: really hard it to seems say. Too,
1: it seems too convenient. It seems too convenient to see what Archie would do in a crisis situation where his daughter is in danger. True. It's like hmm. I know it's a television show, but it just it strikes me particularly. It's it could be. Uh, it's, it's a very
0: distinct possibility, especially with the later scene after i all get back. Yeah, um, exactly. They have like a little like. We're all friends. Scene, uh, in the the chocolate shop, where once again you talked about it before. But they hold hands, and then they they fucking put their hands together like a
1: football huddle. Oh,
0: oh we. And did, then they don't break it. We didn't actually say it, but yeah, Archie runs away back to the house to check on Veronica, and he hears a gunshot, implying that Andre
1: shot this boy. Yeah, it, it, there's no. Nobody, no death. I'm yeah. following shonen action series rules here. Nobody, no death. Yeah, that's fair. Um,
0: and they, when they come back to the chocolate shop, you do see Andre
1: standing outside of the window that they're all sitting at. <laughs> hey, kids. Um, and so they all have this good stuff. Everyone goes back home. Um, the next thing is Archie talking to Mr. Lodge, mm-hmm. who's like, You did the right thing, Archie. I'm very proud of you. Yes. Did the murder make you uncomfortable, Archie? Tell me if the murder made you uncomfortable.
0: Check out this cool lighting in my study.
1: I made sure that the lighting was extra ominous. And oh, here's one more thing. It's Veronica's necklace. I'll put it into your hand. How did Andre know that he stole Veronica's necklace? Mm-hmm.
0: Also have some liquor, underage boy.
1: I, I like... <laughs> no,
0: I'm not doing this. <laughs> um, so yeah, so... Archie talks about how he hesitated when the Black Hood shot his dad and uh, how he hesitated when he confronted the Black Hood on the bridge and he's like yeah. i'm never ever going to hesitate again uh
1: and i mean except he did hesitate yes very badly um so then we go back to betty and juggy and foolishly jughead has a conversation in betty's house about how he feels it is not safe in betty's house because chick is there which is yeah. like dog he could be creeping around any corner like he could, could you be, have not he done could this be in the car
0: in, he could be in the drywall he's a very skinny boy <laughs> and he likes to get into places.
1: <laughs> he, he he greases himself up, and he just he just goes home spelunking. Yes. Um, I thought that they were gonna pan the camera to the left, uh, in that very well ominous shot, uh, staircase uh-huh. angle, um, and like he would just be like pressed against the wall, like eyes really bulging. Yeah. Um. But they didn't, and that's where the show ended. It was mm-hmm. good. It was yeah. a great episode, and it yes. shows because we talked for an hour and five minutes about it. Yes,
0: our. it was a very good episode. There was a lot of there was a lot of very good interactions with everybody. I think. Um, yeah. And I'm definitely excited to see. I'm I'm optimistic about where they're gonna go with Cheryl and and uh, Tony.
1: Yeah, I think I think it's gonna be fun. Um, it's nice to To have an episode that I really, really passionately enjoyed, mm-hmm. um, so I'm really enjoying all of that. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm I'm excited. I'm optimistic. I want to see what happens next, and I haven't felt that way in a while. Uh, Riverdale. I know I mentioned a couple episodes back that I was like, "Man, fuck this show," but it's slowly and steadily rebuilding my hype. Yes. Yeah. So um, um, yeah.
0: the next episode is going to be uh, chapter twenty eight. There will be blood. Nice. Um, that's on March 14th. So yes, yeah, we're back to a kind of regular schedule. Uh, oh,
1: March 14th? Huh. Huh. That's an interesting date. Why is Why is it interesting? There, Kyle. Well, because it's two days before the release of Love Simon. Of course. <laughs> it's <did laughs> so, it March 16th. Um, let's do the plugs, <laughs> okay? Um, because I gotta catch Black Panther in a little bit, so I have to edit this episode. Um. Mm-hmm. So March 14th, uh, two days before Love, Simon, um, your boy, your boy, Kyle. um, I have a Kickstarter going live. I know I've mentioned it a couple of times on the podcast. Um, It is Savage Tokusatsu, which is a Savage Worlds role-playing supplement that captures, like, kaiju and transforming heroes jumping into giant robots to fight giant monsters and monsters of the week being enlarged and just, like, all of the beautiful stuff of, like kaiju and transforming heroes uh you definitely are familiar with the genre if you are around our age and grew up watching a certain multicolored television show that i am not gonna mention because it's not we can't talk it's about not it. a large it's not a large influence on on what i'm doing it's only a partial influence because there's way more tokusatsu than that um so yeah that's going to be great um we're launching on the 14th so if you like what we do here and you like role-playing or you've never role-played before um there's going to be a free uh quick start packet uh that when coupled with another quick start packet because of how licensing for the system works you'll be able to play the game uh some of the game for free uh, and see if you like it and if you do like it please support the kickstarter because it would mean just the gosh dang world to me
0: yeah yeah uh, do do it do it for simon do it for simon um, um, but no, yeah, we, yeah. I um, I actually got to play a game of it that Kyle ran for us on uh, the Role Playing Exchange, which is another podcast I do. Uh, and it was a lot, a lot of fun. Um, I, I highly, advanced. highly recommend it, not just because it is my good, good podcasting buddy who is making it, <laughs> but because it is a fun game to play. And yeah. um, really do recommend it. Uh, so check it out blast running it
1: it's also great for savage worlds as a system is super approachable and it's great for novice players yes i introduced i introduced three players to role playing with a savage tokusatsu campaign and they are now some of the most proficient role players i've ever played with um yeah it's it's a it's a blast so if you want to get at me uh that's twitter is at best pal brigade uh we stream our weekly games um at twitch.tv slash best pal brigade we also have been streaming a lot of just like couch video game hang sessions and i've been streaming a lot of into the breach which is a game about giant robots fighting giant monsters so (laughs) you can see that it's very much my shit um that game's amazing um facebook.com slash BPb games uh, bPb games.tumblr.com um, patreon.com slash Kyle um, you know if if you like what I do consider supporting me the Kickstarter's coming up and I'm, I'm so goddamn optimistic it's not even funny uh, four days um, four days I'm super nervous so yeah
0: so um, go support Kyle so that he can both produce things that he loves to produce and can eat <laughs>
1: Yeah, I gotta have I gotta have lunch today. So, yes. uh, um, support so. Noah. Noah, where can they support you? So you can find me on a couple other
0: podcasts. Uh, like I said, the Role Playing Exchange. Um, you can find me on Technical Difficulties. Uh, those are the, the 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 main two, other than this fine fine show that we're recording right now. Yeah, um, you can find me on Twitter. That's at uh, Common Otaku. That's K A M E N O T A K U.
1: I don't yeah. know what a common is. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what that's I don't all either. About. Um, I don't know what that word is.
0: Uh, so yeah, you can drop me a line. You can also get in touch with both of us. Primarily me, because I do all of like the uh,
1: Twitter, the stuff. Twitter
0: and stuff like that. But I will send them to Kyle whenever we get really cool tweets and they stuff
1: make like. my they make my day i'll log into the twitter now and then just to see what people are saying and yes. for real like it'll make my day yes. when people say nice things about the show or just interact with us because yes. that shit's wild to me yes. thank you everyone whoever has tweeted us ever. yes
0: like we absolutely adore you guys all of you out there listening but you can tweet at us that's uh at maple and blood all spelled out all one word uh you can email us uh maple and blood at gmail.com uh, you can find our web pages, uh, mapleandblood.podbean.com, mapleandblood.wordpress.com, I uh, believe it's mapleandblood.tumblr.com, and facebook.com/slash mapleandblood. Uh, best chances of getting a hold of us are the Twitter and email. Um, yep so check those out let us know what you think if you have any suggestions or anything like that please let us know please go onto like itunes or whatever uh podcasting you service that you use and leave us uh, a rating and a review we could always really really use those because it tells us how we're doing and it also moves us up and down in the charts and stuff like that so other people can see the show and enjoy it and uh and speaking of you know other people hearing the show feel free to like you know Share some episodes with folks. Say hey, check out the show with these two like goofy guys talk about idiots. Yes, they they talk about plus one gloves of milking and Riverdale.
1: I'm (laughs) never gonna look at that glove the same way. Nana blossom a dirty bird. Yeah. Uh, So yeah, yeah. Uh, That 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 was that was uh, the 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 show that you just listened to. And thank you all so much for supporting us um i'll take us out because i don't want you to steal it i'm your plus one glove of milking host kyle (laughs) Cardi.
0: no and i have been your uh tactile turtleneck out in the woods host (laughs) no garden thank you so much for listening thank you